0: Good news for permanent residents. Triple stimulus vouchers will soon be issued to holders of Taiwan's Alien Permanent Resident Certificate, or APRC. Economics Minister Wang Mei Hua made the announcement on Friday. She said it's still undecided whether the vouchers will be issued in a paper or digital format or both. Triple stimulus vouchers are spending vouchers worth 3,000 NT, but sold for 1,000 NT. The COVID stimulus vouchers were made available in July to citizens and the foreign spouses of citizens. Officials say that there are still 91,000 eligible individuals who haven't purchased their vouchers. So far, the voucher program is believed to have generated more than 100 billion NT in business revenues. The stalemate over U.S. pork continues at the Legislative Yuan. On Friday, KMT lawmakers once again obstructed the premier from delivering an administrative report. This was the fifth time the KMT has blocked the report since September 22nd. The opposition party says the boycott will continue until the premier apologizes for lifting Taiwan's ban on U.S. pork that contains rectopamine.
1: For the fifth time, Premier Su Chen-chung went to the legislature on Friday to give an administrative report and was obstructed by KMT lawmakers protesting U.S. pork. Before his motorcade had arrived at the legislature, the blue camp stepped out to speak with the press.
2: We have some demands today. We cannot disclose our battle strategy at present.
0: Now, suddenly,
2: Suddenly, they're making a fuss. It's inexplicable. And KMT lawmakers receive a high salary paid for by the people. They're doing no work in occupying the rostrum. They're also hindering the right of other lawmakers to do their jobs. They're denying the people of their right to know. They very much owe the public an apology.
1: Under the KMT boycott, the premier's administrative report has been on ice for more than a month, the longest delay on record. Within the KMT caucus, there are conflicting views over next steps. Sources say KMT Whip Lim Wei Joe favors ending the boycott and allowing the report. But Lena is said to be facing resistance from his party's at large lawmakers, and so for now, the boycott continues. <laughs>
2: There are some legislators who feel that putting the premier up for interpellation is another way to proceed. Those who hope to continue the fight include district legislators and legislators at large. If the government does not respond to public opinion on this issue, we will continue our struggle in the legislative Yuan.
1: The KMT says it's bracing for a long fight. The DPP caucus has been unable to clear the floor, but it did call a mass meeting, inviting government officials to exchange views with lawmakers on the US pork
2: policy.
1: The fight over ractopamine continues. It's likely to intensify all the way to January 1st when the borders will be open to U.S. pork.
0: The executive Yuan has proposed an amendment to stiffen fines on illegal sand dredging. The move comes amid a recent rise in illegal dredging near Taiwan's Matsu Islands by Chinese dredgers. If the amendment is passed, dredgers caught in Taiwan's exclusive economic zone could be fined up to 80 million NT and imprisoned for up to seven years.
2: From this vantage here on the Matsu Islands, you can see boats filling the horizon. Surrounding Matsu, these boats are not there for fishing. There are Chinese dredgers that have come to poach sand near Taiwan's islands. Looking down from the sky, the Chinese dredgers look like a colony of ants. Near the Nangang and Beigang Islands, just beyond the restricted zone that stretches six kilometers from their shores, Chinese vessels float about. Even with Taiwan running patrols, the Chinese dredgers are intractable. In between patrols, they cross into Taiwan's territorial waters to dredge sand. It happens during the day and during the night. It's a severe disruption to locals, as well as a strain on the Coast Guard.
1: We're very short on manpower. Also, the short stun batons they use at sea when our Coast Guard officers confront their fishers, everything is wet on board the dredgers. When officers use the baton, is it them who got shocked or the fishers? We call on the Executive UN's Ocean Affairs Council to address the situation of Chinese dredgers at the mouth of the Mean River by adopting appropriate response measures. Those who actually enter the six-kilometer zone can be arrested, but they tend to be scattered out there in the periphery.
2: Taiwan People's Party legislator Zhang Lu called on the government to amend the law on maritime management to crack down on Chinese dredging. Meanwhile, Legislator Tai Biju is asking the government to upgrade Coast Guard equipment.
1: The government must upgrade the Coast Guard's equipment and staffing. Funding for both Jimen and Mazu must be equal. All those Chinese dredgers coming here and illegally dredging, China does not have a good handle on the illegal behavior of its citizens.
2: To keep Chinese dredgers in check, the Executive Yuan is proposing stronger penalties of up to 80 million NT and seven years in jail. Its proposal would also speed up the confiscation and auction process for vessels caught in Taiwan's economic zone.
0: Since the outbreak of the pandemic, Taiwan's medical technology industry has played a vital role in helping the country combat COVID. From improved COVID testing to fashionably forward PPE, the industry's latest products were on display this month at an international medical trade show in Taipei. Formosa News reporter Michelle Liu was on the scene.
2: The robot slowly moves its arm to take a nasal swab. It's a Taiwan-made robot that can autonomously perform COVID swab tests without the need for contact between staff and patient. This robot was one of the hundreds of innovations on display at the 2020 Medical Taiwan Exhibition held October 15th to 17th. Organized by the Taiwan External Trade Development Council, the trade fair was held at the Nangang Exhibition Center. TITRA chairman James Huang said that Taiwan's pandemic response has given an edge to the nation's medical and healthcare industry. The goal of the exhibition was to take this opportunity to connect businesses with buyers and help them reach overseas markets, he said. This year's theme focused on pandemic prevention and smart healthcare. One of the largest exhibits was a smart pandemic response demo room organized by the Economic Ministry's Industrial Development Bureau. Inside were 30 exhibitors who presented the innovations they developed in collaboration with the government. Products include smart disease testing, remote medical diagnosis technology, and the latest developments in therapeutic drugs for
1: COVID.
0: These pavilions showcase the capability accumulated by the government and the industry together to to fight the, the COVID-19 the pandemic. We are showing not only we can have the capability to prevent, we also can, can have the capability to treat as well to prevent the further spreading of the virus.
2: Some exhibitors turned their attention to stylish personal protective gear appropriate for everyday use. A popular exhibit showcased masks of more than 20 colors and patterns. Another company unveiled protective sweatsuits made with antibacterial fabric.
0: For the post-pandemic life, where well, uh, we, we don't need to dress like uh, so uh, dressed up, and uh, it's uh, quite... Strange, quite odd to be dressed like that. So we create a different level of comfortness and also the easiness and to to mute into our daily life.
2: The International Trade Show displayed more than 700 medical and healthcare innovations. It also offered buyers a promising glimpse into the future of healthcare in Taiwan. For Mosa news, Michelle Liu, Zhang Tingxiang, in Taipei.
0: Researchers at National Taiwan University have developed the world's first screening device for strokes. Traditionally, tests to detect the warning signs of an oncoming stroke involve a lengthy, expensive trip to a specialist unit in a hospital. But the new device can deliver a diagnostic of your risk levels in just five minutes. The team hopes the device will be available in clinics and pharmacies nationwide by 2022.
3: A lady rests her chin on the white device and looks ahead to the screen. This is a carotid artery monitor that can detect the early warning signs of a stroke. Traditional carotid artery checks rely on precision equipment only found in hospitals. For the average member of the public, it's a pricey and time-consuming exercise. Now a team from NTU's Department of Mechanical Engineering and NTU Hospital's Cardiovascular Center have changed the game. They've harnessed dynamic image analysis and AI algorithms to deliver the world's
2: first stroke screening device. If our blood vessels get blocked or narrow, it causes changes in hemodynamics, the flow of blood. These changes in hemodynamics create distinctive differences between potential patients and healthy individuals. To get screened,
3: place your neck on the device and wait for 30
2: seconds while an image is
3: recorded. It automatically sends the data to a cloud computing center for analysis. After three to five minutes, you're shown a report. The device can help detect an oncoming
2: stroke in its early stages. It's rather like a blood pressure monitor, actually. It gives people an easy and non-invasive way to quickly find out the general level of risk the carotid arteries are facing. The device can also detect
3: related issues, such as irregularities in the heartbeat. Researchers hope it will get fully approved by 2021 or 2022 and be rolled out to health centers, pharmacies and clinics across the country.
0: Nitrous oxide, commonly known as laughing gas, is now a controlled substance. The Environmental Protection Administration announced Friday that it's putting controls on the non-toxic gas effective immediately. Under the EPA's new rules, manufacturers that produce laughing gas for industrial, food or medical applications must be approved by the government. The product must be marked appropriately and cannot be sold online. The EPA hopes to regulate the use of laughing gas starting from the source.
2: In the Executive Yuan's task force, there is a division of labor. Starting from the source, manufacturing and distribution, to sales and later use, there are laws that regulate the whole process. Not a step will be overlooked.
0: Under the new policy, those who unlawfully obtain, sell or use laughing gas will be fined up to 300,000 NT$. Illegal provision of laughing gas that leads to death or physical harm can be punished by life imprisonment. Laughing gas has become a popular recreational drug among youth. Although it's non-toxic, the substance can result in permanent brain damage and death when abused. The Coast Guard has bid farewell to the RBO2 Coast Guard Rescue Boat, a boat that can right itself if it capsizes. The venerable ship was retired after 18 years in service, being deployed on numerous rescue missions on the sea. Once it was even used to intercept a smuggling operation near Geelong Islet. On Friday, the RB02 was donated to a museum in Geelong where it will perform the new public service of maritime education.
1: A crane lifts rescue boat RB02 out of the water, lowering it onto a transport truck to be sent to the National Museum of Marine Science and Technology in Geelong. For 18 years, the RB02 was a star performer for the Coast Guard administration. Despite its removal from service, the vessel will not be destroyed, but will be put on display for educational
0: purposes.
3: Today, we are like fathers marrying off our daughters. As we take part in this send-off ceremony, it feels hard letting go. However, we are also filled with happiness and hope to see it carry on in its new role as a display piece in the museum.
1: Its hull, a bright orange, intersected with blue and white, the RB-02 really stands out. It may be small in size, but it carries a comprehensive set of equipment. It carries a dinghy and a jet ski used for rescue operations, and also has an observation deck for surveillance. At 19 meters in length and 5.6 meters in width, the RB-02 rescue boat is no slouch in heavy waves. Even if it capsizes, the RB-02 can right itself in under 10 seconds, earning it the nickname the Marine rolly poly Toy. Last year, when a boat caught fire off the coast of Pengjia Islet, the RB-02 put out the flames and rescued the nearly 30 fishers and crew members on board. A year earlier, the RB-02 was used in a seizure operation near Jilong Island where individuals were attempting to smuggle 300 cartons of cigarettes into the country.
2: On November 20th, we will have a naked eye 3D presentation on board the RB-02. Visitors can watch without the need to wear any kind of device, using the newest technology. They can learn about rescue operations at sea, where violent waves make for an arduous experience.
1: In the future, RB-02 will live out its days at the museum, giving it a new way to fulfill its duties.